0: Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. This is Dr. Michael A. Milton, and our topic today is the only lasting legacy you can leave. From Psalm 61, verse 5, and we'll get right into it. After a word from our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now 800 497 4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The Only Lasting Legacy You Can Leave by Dr. Michael A. Milton. This is the word of the Lord. For you, O God, have heard my vows and have given a heritage to those who fear your name. Psalm 61, 5. He is building his legacy. We have heard that statement about a politician seeking to establish his record for posterity. We sometimes hear about one seeking to build a legacy in terms of business. Indeed, it is frequently uttered, for example, as a frail older man is laying his hands upon his favorite child to carry on a heritage of leadership in the family. We've all experienced this, and to some degree, have probably wanted it for ourselves. At its core, without selfish ambition, or any nefarious motives, this is ordinarily a good thing. However, the psalmist uses this familiar transfer of wealth, prestige, leadership, or a record of accomplishment to the legacy of faith. Nothing is more important, because nothing is eternal, as leaving a legacy of faith. Faith in Jesus Christ transcends the finite heritage of power or prestige. When the presidential libraries, multi generational and well earned successful businesses are all gone, the legacy of faith will remain. When I was pastor of First Presbyterian Church of Chattanooga, one of our older members, passed away, she had been known as a mountain woman, long widowed from a faithful husband who worked with his hands in a local factory. This woman was known for teaching Sunday school, vacation Bible school, and cultivating an incomparably fruitful garden. She lived to a ripe old age. At her funeral, the children, who all lived in neighboring states, came together for the memorial service. Before the service, as I gathered with the family privately, I learned that the most significant epitaph repeated was, Well, she didn't have that much, and she never did. They were speaking of a legacy of wealth. That part was, indeed genuine. The summary of her life, however, was much more extraordinary than such a dour assessment. Indeed, those of us who knew Mrs. Moore, and that's not her real name, recognized that she was one of the wealthiest women in the community. Mrs. Moore's life was filled with love and admiration from those who had sat under her teaching and guidance as children. Her garden was much more than a standard vegetable patch, a veritable nursery. The garden reflected the care born out of a love of God, as if doing her best in the garden was a way to say thank you to God for his lavish grace in saving her from her sins. She was also one of the happiest ladies I had known. At her service— I read this verse to the congregation that included her seven children seated up front with their families. I talked about one of the wealthiest women I'd ever known, and there was a strange look on the faces of the children as if to say, didn't we just tell you she never had a thing in her life? We concluded our service with a question. Having looked at the passage and considered its meaning, can we not say that Mrs. Moore has left you with a lasting legacy of inestimable value? As with any estate, the question remains how you will use the opportunities she has bequeathed. There is a message for each of us here. Your most significant legacy for your family, your community, and this world is a heritage of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. How are you building that legacy today? You will not need a team of financial professionals or estate attorneys. Everything for faith and godliness is available in Word, sacrament, and prayer. Oh, that each of us would see the pathway to the incredible and indestructible nature of the heritage of faith in Christ. What kind of eternal wealth will you leave to those who follow? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. at the intersection of faith and life one of the greatest things that we can do is to invest in our families with spiritual capital there is no greater way to do this than merely praying with your child the power of going to your knees in front of your child and praying for that child will leave an indelible impression upon her soul. I challenge you this week to commit to prayer for your children nightly, daily, so that God's Word His promise unto a thousand generations will begin with you. Amen. For further reading, Psalm 105, verse 8, Exodus chapter 20, verse 6, Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9.